Hello, it's Peter Wright and Kathleen Bobe in Ontario, Canada. It's a sort of drizzly grey, but no snow. We don't know if we're going to get a white Christmas, but not too cold, Ontario. And we're here to present you with episode number 150 of The Yacking Show. This is the show to awaken you to new perspectives and open your eyes to the changing world that we're living in, and it's certainly changing. As always, we have interesting guests, but it's not my job to introduce our guests. Kathleen does it way better than I do. Uh, so first, I must welcome our co-host, Kathleen. And I've got to give her a bit of a plug before I get her to start talking. She has an, wears another hat, and that is to help you with any of your IT recruitment and development needs. So if you've got problems in that area, give Kathleen a shout. Anyway, welcome, Kathleen. How are you today? I'm doing great, Peter, and thank you so much for that. And thank you all so very much for tuning in to our show. We so appreciate you, and we love reading your comments, so please keep those coming. And if anyone out there is interested in being a guest on our show, please don't hesitate to reach out to either Peter or myself. And as Peter mentioned, we do have another special guest with us today. His name is Brian Rode. Welcome, Brian. How are you? Hi, Kathleen. How are you doing this afternoon? Great. Brian, you are the owner and founder of Acumen, that's a, a men's fashion line that gives men the tools to feel and look professional. For our audience, can you give us a little bit about your background and how you came to start this innovative business? Sure, Kathleen. Thank you and Peter for having me. It's terrific to be with you guys this afternoon. Our pleasure. So my story is a bit meandering. I started after college. I went into the military, into the Marine Corps, which kind of ties back into Acumen later. And for those of your listeners who might have an image of a United States Marine in a dress uniform and how sort of crisp and sharp they look, uh, there's reasons for that. One, those guys tend to be in great shape, but also uh, they have a couple of accoutrements that they use to keep those shirts tucked in and pressed and looking sharp. And after the Marine Corps, I went off to law school and did a couple of other things, but eventually made my way to entrepreneurship. And when I was trying to decide what to do, I uh, looked at some of my experiences in the Marine Corps and how those guys look so sharp. And I tried to apply those lessons to acumen. And the ethos of the brand, really, you hit on it earlier, is to empower men to look good, look sharp, look their best, particularly in the professional environment, but not just there, and give them the tools to overcome problems that may prevent them from doing that and allow them to go out in the world and win. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So I, I think you've answered part of what I wanted to ask you, but was there anything else particular to your marine experience and your military background that uh, really inspired you to start this, this type of business? Yes, there was. Well, first of all, it was just the idea of creating something that's yours, where you can use initiative and really take on a mission and a purpose and pursue that and hopefully accomplish something meaningful for a broader public. Mm -hmm. So what we've tried to do with Acumen is take not only style and top-notch fabrics and quality, but make it utilitarian. So, you know, we can talk in more detail in a minute and I don't want to jump the gun, but, you know, some of the techniques and some of the technology and products that we've developed are about overcoming problems. So I spent many years both in uniform, mm -hmm. but also many years in the office, many years in the courtroom, dressed in suits and, uh, I know what it can be like to be in front of a group of people having to do a really important presentation or a closing argument in front of a jury and how if you look sharp and you know that your attire is put together that you can then focus your attention on the task at hand. And if you're not that way, it can be very distracting and befuddling and you may not perform to your utmost potential. So 
again, with us, with Acumen, what we're really trying to do is empower men in those environments. And whether, again, it might be the office environment or it might be just a first date with a lady you really like and you want to look your best and you don't want to be worrying if your shirt's hanging out in the back or if your socks are you know, wrapped up around your ankle and half your legs showing. So we try to overcome those issues for guys so that they can focus on the task at hand. Excellent. So you've actually concentrated on three items, the shirts, the socks, and the stays. Why, why did you focus on those three things? That's a great question, Kathleen. So I was working in the corporate world after I had sort of left the law. And I don't know if you're aware, Peter probably is, but Back when I was a lawyer, you know, we had really baggy shirts, baggy pants with pleats in them. But over the last couple of years, things have really kind of slimmed down a little bit. And I liked that. But I found because the shirts in particular tend to hug your core a little bit more. Every time I got up from my desk, I was having to tuck my shirt back in. So I'd mentioned those Marines in dress uniform earlier on. One of the techniques that they use to keep those shirts tucked in tight and look as sharp as they do are things called shirt stays. And they're just elastic bands that connect your shirt down to your socks and you can tighten them and adjust them, but they keep your shirt tucked in and they're very effective. Unfortunately, the ones that are normally on the market aren't that practical for daily use. You have to attach them to the shirt. You have to attach them to the sock. It takes some time. It can be difficult. Sometimes it doesn't actually stay attached. So what we developed was a patent pending set and we call it the Acumen set where it is an amazing dress shirt cut really well, top materials, amazing patterns, a set of shirt stays that's designed just for our system that work only with our shirts that clip in very easily. And then socks, which I promise your listeners, and I promise you are the softest dress socks uh, you will ever wear. And they have a special mechanism, a little loop that you can hook the shirt stays into, and it all goes together and it's a piece of cake. And you can buy any of those elements on their own, particularly the shirts and the socks for some of our customers, that's what they do. They're not interested in the shirt stays, but uh, that's the system. That's the set. And again, the problem we're trying to overcome with those is keeping the shirt tucked in. And again, people in the professional environment, you know, you're going for that big board presentation or, you know, you've got a big client pitch. The last thing you want to do is stand up in front of the room, think you nailed it, and then sit down and realize your shirt tail's hanging out the back or something like that. I'm sure many guys have had that experience. You know, I mentioned the first date. You know, you go out with that girl you really like and can't figure out why she won't call you back. And then you look at a picture from that night and you realize, you know, your socks were hanging around your ankles or something like that. Some kind of apparel football. So that's what we're trying to help help guys overcome again so they can focus on what they really want to focus on. Okay. You don't get a second chance to make a first impression, as they say, that's right? Exactly. That's right. That's exactly right. Exactly right. So you wouldn't believe it looking at me now. And I've been a farmer for the last part of my life. But I also was in the corporate world at one stage. And before that, in the military, I, I lived in Africa and was called up for national service, which lasted on and off for 10 years. And I know mm-hmm. in national, in, uh, in our initial training, we were doing parade ground drill and all that sort of thing. And we had some really tough sergeant majors who gave us hell if we looked one, you know, one whisker out of line on an eyebrow or something. So we had a, ba- a very good batman in our barracks and we got him to tailor one, one shirt, one of our dress, army dress shirts. He, he would tailor that so that it really fitted snug. And it was wonderful when you were on parade. You looked really good. But the moment you bent down, you were in trouble because the thing came out. So I, I know exactly what you're talking about. Yep. And I've had some of those misadventures in the corporate world as well. And even silly things like wearing the wrong color suit for a meeting when, when the color was particularly important. You're absolutely right. You feel so... Um, 
I don't know, second grade, if you haven't got the suit that matches up to the other guys. So I hear what you're saying. Yeah. So is, is that the way we didn't have shirt stays when I was in the army? Is that the way you did it in the Marines though? That you, you had your yeah. close fitting shirts that look smart and you had your stays to keep them down. Ah, interesting. Yeah. So we would use church days in the Marine Corps. And actually, even when I was in the Marine Corps, the shirts were a little bit baggy around the middle. Mm -hmm. We had something called the military tuck where you tuck it in the back so that it's more form fitting around the yep. core. Yeah. One way we've tried to capture that just in the cut of the shirt. And so we right. have the shirt sewn and built a certain way where hopefully you don't even need the military tuck and the shirt stays will keep it tucked in and it really looks great and it really works well. I'm wearing it right now. So very good. That Excellent. certainly looks good. Yes, I was just about to ask you, Brian, do you, do you have um, do you have a set that you can show us on camera? I can. Um, I'd have to step away from my computer for just a minute to grab one. But uh, if there's a good time to pause and do that, I can certainly grab that and show you. Um, if now's a good time, I'll do that. Sure. I, wanna... I, I think it's important for our audience yeah. uh, that are watching the video so they know exactly sure. what we're talking about. You Go ahead. Go ahead. Absolutely. I'll be right back. Give me just a right. second. I should have asked to, to bring them on. To so for our audio, our audiences listening on audio only, Brian has just got up from his chair to go and get one of his stays so that our video watchers uh, can see it. And you listening to audio will hear the explanation starting right now. Well, well thank you, guys. I appreciate the opportunity to actually show you because yes. unless people get out of sight, they won't necessarily understand it. So a traditional shirt stay has its own clasp and you have to usually pinch it into the material mm -hmm. and manipulate it. And sometimes depending on the thickness, the material can be really tough. So what we've done with these, and I hope everybody can see, yeah. we specially designed them. So within the inside seam of the shirt, there's a clip that looks like this and it is part ah, of the shirt. You okay. can't see it. It is inside the shirt and you can wear your shirt untucked if you want. You still won't be able to see it. And it clips in at the top, simple, easy, super thin side release clip. It's got an adjustment mechanism right here. Yeah. Oh, similar to um, a seatbelt, maybe. Yeah, kind of. A very miniature seatbelt. Okay. Exactly. And oh. it's, a, it's a super soft elastic. So you clip it into the top. And then at the bottom, again, at the bottom of the socks, we have a small little plastic D ring sewn into the top. And there's a small hook, and it just hooks in. And again, the adjustment mechanism. So sort of the three points of contact are, yeah, you just clip it into yeah. your shirt, hook it into your sock, and then you adjust it with the adjustment mechanism. Very clever. Very, very clever. clever. But yeah, to me, somewhat, this is, yeah, I was and a bit disappointing. I, I thought I was going to see something like a male version of the old suspender clips that, you know, I'm, I'm old. So I remember when women were stockings and suspenders. <laughs> it's not totally different, though. It no, is it's, in some it's way similar. In some ways, you know, performs a similar function, but, sure. you know, again, the problems we were trying to overcome with shirt stays was they're not practical for daily wear because they just take too long to put on. I remember yeah. when I first got into this, I was working in the corporate world and I would only usually wear shirt stays for like a black tie event when I sure. wanted to put the time in because I would hate how my shirt would come up over my cummerbund. But then I was working in a corporate environment and I was tired of my shirt coming untucked. And so I made a hybrid prototype where I sort of took a pair of shirt stays, cut off the top, and just sewed it into the shirt and was doing it that way where I had the one point of contact on the socks, but even that was kind of a pain. Mm -hmm. And so when we got into this, 
began with the set, which is our first product, hopefully of many. You know, we wanted to really specially design it to make it as easy as possible and even more effective. So one of the things about church days and the regular ones in the market is uh, sometimes they don't stay attached. And that can be a pain and very annoying and sometimes painful, depending on how tight you have them. Uh, but these are just much more secure. Uh, they're much easier and they're much quicker. And we try to align the style of the shirt, the color of the shirt stays and the style of the socks. Right. So they all go together seamlessly. So for guys who don't necessarily like doing all the different components of shopping, you might think, gosh, I got to buy three parts. That's going to be even more difficult and challenging. We make it easier. You don't yeah, have yeah. to go and find right. the socks that match the shirt. We've already paired them up. We've already matched them. We have a set bundler on the website and it just puts it all together really, really easily. Yeah, I've seen that on your website. That's really smart. Here's yeah. a practical question though. If, if sure. part of the clip, if the female part of the clip on, is, stays, is sewn into the shirt, is that safe to put through washing machines and dryers? Yes. Okay. So it's actually the male part of the clip that goes into the shirt. Or the male and part of the shirt. Yeah, you can dry clean it, wash it, no problems. And I mentioned earlier, you know, so we have our set, which is sort of our foundational product right now. But, you know, everything we do in terms of our design is meant to solve a problem. So I mentioned the way that we cut the shirt with mm -hmm. the seams in the back so you don't have to do the military tuck to keep it tight around your shirt. The other thing that we do is, you know, our fellows in the Untuck It company, uh, you know, they emphasize wearing a shirt untucked. Yep. Well, their major innovation was to sort of flatten the hemline of a dress shirt, which Peter, I'm sure you probably remember, it used to be cut very high over the hips, yep. long in the back, long in the front, didn't necessarily look great untucked. Yeah, uh, We flattened the hem of our shirt as well. So you can wear these untucked as well, and they look terrific. Wow. Okay. Excellent. So, so if the men out there um, are looking for your shirts, what kind of information do they need to provide you to get a great fit? So they don't need to provide us any information, Kathleen. We've actually, we have a nice easy to decipher sizing chart. So you can figure out what size you are. The mm -hmm. socks and the straps are, mm -hmm. or the shirt stays are one size fit all. So they're pretty simple. Right. And, you know, we encourage everybody to give it a try. You know, we'll, we give good discounts for folks who want to give it a shot for the first time buyers and uh, give it a try. If you don't like it, send it back. No harm, no foul. And uh, it's one of those things where with some guys, particularly if you don't have that background in the military or law enforcement, which most guys don't, uh, they might look at it and it seems a little bit different, but trust me, you try it, wear it for a week, wear it a couple of times, you'll get used to it. It'll become your security blanket. You won't want to be without it, particularly not an important meeting, an important date or an important event if you need to keep your shirt tucked. Well, very good. Very good. <clears throat> uh, I was going to cross my mind. How did you come up with the name for the company Acumen? So I worked with a wonderful marketing company and we went through a lot of different variations, but we did a naming exercise, which uh -huh. a lot of your listeners who are entrepreneurs will probably be familiar with that. And we examined a lot and tested it. And there was actually a name that it tested higher, but once I saw it, I thought it just perfectly captured the ethos of the brand. Mm -hmm. So again, sort of fundamentally, we have this set, we have some other products in the pipeline but what we want to do is solve problems for guys so that they can go out and win. So they can get, we, we have a catchphrase. We say, we want to solve your problems so you can go solve the world's. So you can be focused on the task at hand. And that's really what we want to do. And that's really what we want to achieve. And it's, it's much broader. And so the word, the name acumen, we thought really captured that because we want guys 
you know, to be able to be at their top, their best, uh, their most uh, focused so that whatever they're trying to accomplish, they can win. And unfortunately, you know, I don't know that there's enough brands out there that really focus on guys and guy needs. I mean, a lot of guys I know, they don't necessarily like the shop. Um, you know, it's utility. They have to wear a certain thing. So they go out and buy the certain things. They want a decent price. They want decent quality, but it's not necessarily central to their being. And uh, unfortunately, again, I don't think there's enough brands out there that really focus on them and are all about positioning them for success. Mm -hmm. And so that's what we want to do. And Again, we have a couple other products that are in the pipeline. Our next product, which hopefully should be here this week, fingers crossed, uh, are our undershirts. And okay. uh, in terms of those problems that you're trying to solve, you know, if you have these more form-fitting shirts, Peter, I don't know if you've worn the sort of fruit of a loom cotton undershirt. <laughs> you know, it will bunch up underneath your shirt. You wash it, and it's a third of the size of when you bought it, and it's it's all bunched up around your waist and and hanging out there. And once it sort of comes up above your belt line, you can't get it back down unless you go to the bathroom. (laughs) (laughs) We have these amazing undershirts, which are cut longer. So that problem doesn't happen. They're form fitting. So they don't bunch up. It's made of this incredibly soft modal material. Uh And, you know, there are other brands out there that have, you know, similar products, but they're going to be, ours is going to be much less expensive than theirs. Wow. I've got one that you're probably already working on it. And Kathy, you'll have to excuse me because this is a particularly male topic, but uh, it's also good because a lot of men's underwear is bought by women, right? I know my good lady buys all my underwear. So I want to be as delicate here as I can. Um, (laughs) When I was younger, I wore jockey briefs and I would say right up until my 40s, 45, 50, they, they were fine, never a problem. And then as I got older, I found they didn't work so well. And I had put on a little bit of weight, but in, in actual fact, I still wear the same as I did when I finished my, tra- my basic training at 18. So just the weight shifted, you know, where it's located, as, as you know what happens. But I, I've really struggled ever since to get decent underpants. And mm-hmm. I spoke to a lot of guys, older guys, 60 plus, and they all have exactly the same problem. So it doesn't matter what style we buy, what cut we buy, what brand we buy, none of them feel good. So... I think if you could come up with a pair of underpants that <clears throat> men over 50 found comfortable, you'd have yeah. an absolute winner. I really do. So you're, you're, you hit the nail on the head. That's actually our next endeavor. After ah, there we go. <laughs> yeah, that I had the same problem, but in a different way. Um, so, you know, for the audience members who used to watch Seinfeld, you know, there's the Costanza wallet, which is giant and <laughs> <Yeah>. big and, <laughs> Uh, I have the Costanza wallet. I always have. I've never been willing to let it go. And I would find, particularly with my dress pants, um, if you're wearing boxer shorts under there, it, it just, you know, I was always having to, you know, readjust because the Costanza wallet was, you know, messing up all the alignment. And uh, that's our next endeavor is to solve that problem. And I think we have a good line of sight on how we're going to do that. And Excellent. we're in the design phase right now. And it's going to be a little bit different. And again, all the things that we do, we really try to innovate and think outside the box. Yeah. It's going to be a little bit different. And Peter, unfortunately, with a lot of guys, they take some convincing. They're just very set in their ways. This is how yeah. I've been doing it for many years. I can't imagine doing something else. But interestingly, another thing that you said about, you know, my lady buys my underwear, uh, you know, with this concept, again, sometimes with guys, it takes a little convincing, but the ladies get it right away. Straight away. They see it, they instantly are like, oh yeah, you need that. Your shirt's always coming untucked. You should wear that. 
and they have no compunction. They are not that they don't hesitate for a second where guys might, uh, you know, deviate or not want to deviate from how they've always done things or always worn things. So that's what we're trying to do. It's it, it's innovative and outside of the box thinking, but hopefully does solve the problem. Solve the problem. I'm going to be watching your website regularly until you until and I'll be one of your first customers when you've got that sort <laughs> okay. of. Uh, so I went I went a little bit off track there, but I think it was interesting because I know that um, I'm not alone. I'm not alone in in the problem. So no. Uh, and as you've just said, you've experienced it too. So Kathleen, sorry, let's turn it back to a more general topic, and I, I'm going to hand over to you for a minute. That's okay because I have another idea too. You, if you are interested in hearing about it, yes. But, um, um, first of all, do you sell your clothes internationally? We haven't yet. We haven't made any international sales, but certainly open to it. Excellent. Yes, I agree. I think there would be a huge international demand uh, because people, I know, English, British, European, yeah. uh, I'm not so sure about the Australians. They're a bit of a sloppy bunch, I think, but um, <laughs> with, apologies to Australian <laughs> listeners and my old stamping ground, South Africa, they're a sort of rugby shorts and bush hats, you know, but never mind. Yeah. But certainly there's a huge um, demand, I think, all over the world for guys wanting to look smart. And then it just makes me think there's lots of male-oriented websites that if you came up with an affiliate program would more than be more than happy to promote your 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 line as well. There's another thought for you down the track too. So um, yeah, that's a great thought. That was yeah, that was that one because it lends itself to a more specialist type of um, platform. So that that's that's great. Yeah. So here's my idea. Kathleen. Yeah, here's you go idea. with your idea. Yes, fire away. Sweat pads for your undershirts or your shirts. Yes. That, yes. And they're very yes. uncomfortable. Like if, if, do you know what I mean, Peter? The, you can actually buy these, these pads that you can insert under your arm, in your armpits that um, will have an adhesive to them and they stick to your undershirts or your shirts. Um, but they can be very, I mean, they move um, mm -hmm. and, you know, you end up with having a... <laughs> But anyways, it's a great idea, Kathleen. There's, you know, I tried a number of undershirts when we were designing the ones that we have. And one of the things about undershirts, particularly if you buy a more expensive one, is, you know, they start to get those stains under the arms. And it's the same with shirts, dress shirts. I don't know how many great shirts that I love that, you know, after a period of time where the shirt is otherwise still in great shape, but, you know, you have those stains and you really don't want to wear it out anymore because it just looks you know, unattractive. And that's a problem that we are definitely focused on and trying mm -hmm. to solve mm -hmm. as well and looking at some of the different possibilities out there. But you're right. It's one of those things where I'm sure a lot of guys will come back or appreciate and say, yeah, I hate that. I mean, you know, I had to throw away my favorite shirt and it was still fine because it had those, those stains. And that's unfortunate. I've seen a couple of different companies that have tried to take that on, but I don't think anybody's quite nailed it yet. Mm, good one. Yeah. Good one. So, so here's another radical idea. Are you going to get a woman involved and have a have a parallel sister line for your acumen, like a lady's acumen? Because Kathleen was complaining about bras the other day. We, we won't go into that. But um, <laughs> but we when we were talking, we looked at your Paisley shirt, and I said I remember I had a Paisley shirt, and then we, and and this led to the discussion of. Many years ago, there was a woman's shirt that, as Kathleen says, was shaped like a leotard, right? It had this extra piece. So it was like a leotard. And they look really smart because uh, they, they never rose up. So that just makes me think that maybe there's, I don't know about the, the, the 
um, shirt tuck stay, should I say, but there may be an equivalent that would uh, be good for women's fashion. So, yes, we could start AccuWomen. AccuWomen, yeah. yeah. There we go. Yeah, you got the name already. Yeah, AccuWomen. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like, it shouldn't be limited to just men. Yeah, so oh. it's interesting you mentioned that because, you know, one of the brands that I'm really trying to emulate with Acumen is the brand called Spanx with Sarah Blakely. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. What she's done. I mean, she fundamentally started with a similar problem or an issue that she was trying to solve. Mm -hmm. And so there wasn't anything on the market that really solved it. And, you know, she went around to a bunch of factories and tried to pitch it and get somebody to make it, but nobody really understood, mainly because a bunch of the factories or most of them were run by men and they didn't really understand how hosiery or shapewear was supposed to work. But she built that brand off of that. And it mm -hmm. was a very similar ethos for what we're trying to achieve for men. It was empowering women, solving their problems, making great products that look terrific, but also try to solve an issue that many women experience. So I tried to learn from her expertise and what she's done. And obviously she's been enormously successful and is just a fascinating entrepreneur. Yeah. But we want yeah. to do something similar if we can. Excellent. Excellent. So you've answered what I, we were going to ask you more about. Um, future developments and we've covered that and you've got some brilliant ideas there I, i'm going to throw one in that that i hadn't thought of until we started talking and again this is back from my experience when i finished my military training the mm -hmm. guys that came out of that training fell into two camps the ones that had been energized and started thinking out of the box as you have done because of the military training and the majority unfortunately who had been so conditioned to being told what they should do every minute of the day for many months or years and went into careers that suited that mentality and never got out yeah. of that mold. Yeah. Am, I, am I on the right track? Have you seen, seen something similar? Yeah, I mean, it's probably happens oftentimes. And, you know, in other ways, I've seen certainly other veterans struggle, particularly, you know, since uh, the past 20 years have been very intense in terms of combat deployments and such. Mm -hmm. but I have plenty of friends who I've seen come back and struggle to find a new path, a new role. But you're right, if some of them just springboard out of the military, they take all those amazing lessons, that responsibility, that innovative spirit, the ethos of trying to accomplish the mission, no matter what the obstacle, uh, and some have certainly stagnated. And you know, we, particularly with Acumen, as we grow and develop, you know, the one area where we wanna focus on from a more um, public-minded perspective is on veterans. And so one of the things that we've been tossing around when we get to the point where we're able to do it is we're hopeful that we can really start to connect with uh, groups that assist veterans as they transition out of the military. So, you know, we'll do donate sets of shirts, shirts, stays and socks. So those guys can go out and do the first interview yeah, and yeah. hopefully get the job and, and be the springboard instead of the one who uh, may not know what the next step is, but uh, definitely something, Peter, as I'm sure it is for you, near and dear to my heart. And, uh, you know, it's interesting. My my sons are uh, 11 and 13, and, you know, they're starting to ask some of those things about my experience in the military. And, you know, we're going out to California here in a couple of weeks, and I'm going to try and take them to the base where I used to serve on. Right. And right. them. So my friends who still serve, and uh, I'm never really far from it, and uh, it's always close to my heart. So, Think about those guys and you know anything that we can do to help them make that transition to your point yeah um and 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 be the be the i can't remember if it was the former or the latter but the one that sort of springboards into that next phase of life 
Yeah, for sure. No, very. that's very good. Great to hear that. Yeah, because I, I feel when I read about the problems of veterans in, in your country and ours and elsewhere, yeah. I feel very bad that um, it didn't, my generation, I, for some reason, it didn't seem to affect us too badly, as badly, but um, more recently, it seems to have been a problem. Yeah, good one. Mm. We're running towards the end yes, of our time. So, Catherine, how do we? How do people contact you, Brian? Thanks, Kathleen. So, the best way to go is to go to our website, and it's shopacumen, A-C-U-M-E-N.com. So it's pretty simple and pretty easy to find. You can find us on social media, both uh, Instagram and Facebook at Acumen Apparel. And we're also on LinkedIn. I'm on LinkedIn. It's Brian Rohde. Uh, and then we have Acumen Apparel on LinkedIn that has its own page. So reach out to us. And you know, mm. similar to what our conversation was today, and I'm very grateful to the two of you for making suggestions, is... You know, I really need to engage more with customers and folks who have ideas because we're open to them and we want to know what your problem is, what thing that you need solved. And I hope you'll try us out and grow with us and help us build out so that we can solve all of those problems and really, again, be that brand to empower guys, fix your issues so that you can go out and focus on solving the world's problems. Excellent. Thank you, Brian. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Very good. And thank you all so very much once again for tuning into our show. Keep those comments coming because we love reading them. And until next time, everyone, take care. Bye-bye. Bye.